Hello and welcome back to the Issues of Life podcast with Olamide. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I feel like I need like theme music. I feel like I need theme music for myself as an individual. Like maybe I should I should yeah no I'm not gonna do anything about it. But yes, welcome to another episode. At this point I've decided I'm not going to be apologizing for not <laughs> for not being regular or consistent. Just because I feel like every time I apologize and I'm like, okay, I'm finally back. I'll probably do a couple of episodes and then life begins to happen again. And before I know what's happening, I'm gone for a really long time. And I come back and apologize and I do it again. And so at this point, please just take me as I am. I promise I'm working at being more consistent. I really do want to actually be consistent and to have a steady rhythm or flow to the whole podcast thing. And so I'm hoping that I'm going to get better at this whole podcast lifestyle. I think also because like, um, I don't... Well, for one, like I think at some point I was trying to work on my sound. So it's looking an excuse, but like at that point I was like, okay, I need to figure out the sound thing. And then I was now sitting and thinking about what I could do about sound. There were obviously options, <laughs> but yeah, I kind of sat on that for a while. And there are so many things I've been sitting on. Like, I was thinking about it the other day, and I'm like, I haven't touched my bass guitar. In case you did not know, I play bass. I haven't touched it in over a year. <laughs> yeah, and what's my excuse? I've been in Nigeria, and at first, like, I was staying with people, so that was kind of the excuse. And then, okay, so why was why the excuse is because like I was staying with people and I didn't want to get an amp and be making noise everywhere. Now I've not I'm not staying with people in that sense. Well, no, I'm not staying with people actually. Like I'm staying with family now, so uh, I still don't have the amp. So I'm supposed to get one. So please join me in prayers that I will get serious about it and actually go. But I actually want to do it. But listen, can we talk about how when you're an adult, the competing interests on your pocket, like the list of things I want to do versus the amount of money I have, it's just like, ah. So yes, people, please pray for me. If you love me, (laughs) pray for me. (laughs) But yes, welcome back to today's episode. And um, forgive all the digression, but it's part of the whole podcast journey, right? I think like I want to start... Um, taking my time and like speaking slowly, you know, like because I've always been accused of speaking too fast. Um, but usually there's so much running through my head, and I'm trying to get all of it out before it goes. So that's why I end up speaking really fast. I remember one time I was doing um, an event, and so like I had this really cool chain of thoughts going, and I was saying everything, and then the people were like, "Oh, sorry, please, could you repeat that again?" 
I'm like, see, it's gone. Once I say it, it's gone. I don't remember it myself. So if you're not following fast enough, but I'm actually like working at being more deliberate and, you know, speaking slowly because your girl is going to do TED Talks one of these day, days. Amen. And obviously, like, I can't be speaking fast if I'm doing um, that or even just generally speaking. I think the majority of people find it easier to follow someone who speaks a bit slower. <clears throat> Sorry. So, yeah, I'm working at bringing my tempo down a little bit. So, anywho's after all this long, long story I've told, let's get into today's episode. So, today we're talking about standards and backstory because I always like to give context to everything that I say. Um, <laughs> your girl has been going through life and when i say going through life i've just been dealing with so many interesting characters of the male species um yeah let's just say it's not funny like quick digression you know how um there's this whole argument about um guys claiming that oh they're used to rejection and so um it's just something they live with and girls will never understand what it's like I actually have an episode on this whole rejection thing and whether guys are wired to be rejected. It's in one of the previous seasons, so please check that out. But where I'm going with this particular story today is like, I was saying that I don't know about other females, but for me personally, I do not enjoy saying no to people. I, I don't find it entertaining nor amusing having to keep on being like, I'm sorry, but like, no, I don't see this working. And I think it's more difficult, not because of the actual saying no, but for people who are really persistent. So some people like, you tell them no once and they're kind of like, okay, it is what it is. I would have preferred not to even have had you ask me at all, but okay, no problem. You asked. I mean, I respect, I respect the courage and everything. And so I'll nicely say no. But then some people, they don't give up. And when I say they don't give up, they are calling every day, texting. Ah, God, no, no, please, no. So I'm tired of that whole um, situation. However, in some of the conversations I've had with um, the guys, there are a couple of them who have made this statement. I'm not saying you should lower your standards, but then, and usually they kind of leave it hanging at that point and let your imagination carry you wherever it so desires. But the other day I was really thinking about it because like, I was dealing with a bunch of people at that point also. And so like, I just kept thinking about the fact that People are like, yeah, I'm not saying lower your standard, but then, and for me, I think the question on my mind then was, what is the implication of that statement? Because um, a person who says, I'm not saying lower your standard, but then at the same time, they're giving you a clause to it. It's like, how can you convince me that the implication of that statement is not for me to lower my standards or is not for me to put... Um, a bit of doubt or hesitation or me having to think twice into what I hold as my standards, right? And so 
I was just having that whole thought process. And in my head, <laughs> I remember I posted this on my um, WhatsApp status. And I was just like, so please let me understand something. If you're saying that um, you're not telling me to lower the standard, but then are you asking that I divide it into two and I keep half for myself and I give the guy the other half? Or like, please make it make sense to me, right? And I think I was curious to hear what people would say. And so conversations like some particular reply that I got, the person was of the opinion that um, I do not, like he felt like I don't actually believe what I'm, okay, sorry, quick context again. So like I had that page up and then I posted a second page the following morning because I was still thinking about it. Yes, I think a lot. So I was still thinking about it and I was like, by the way, so I came back to my status and I'm like, by the way, when I talk about standards, I'm not talking about um, things like how the person looks or the kind of car the person drives. I'm talking about um, standards based on biblical principles because if you don't know, I'm a Christian. And so everything that my life revolves around, obviously, is faith-based, first of all. And so the person now back to where I was in the story came to reply the second part of my post and was of the opinion that I don't actually believe that because according to him, money is a standard for women. And so we had this long back and forth and I kept on going on about the fact that money is not a standard, right? And interestingly enough, I had a conversation with someone else who also kept on talking about the issue of, oh, his own was women's standards are high and they do not they're according to him they're ruthless in their standards and in going further and further down the conversation i was still like nah you don't get it whatever you're talking about that you claim women hold on to so firmly those are not actually standards and so i'm like you know what let's actually just do an episode of the podcast and discuss this whole standards issue as usual, please feel free to contact me and um, tell me what you think. Give me your opinions. If you're on Spotify, remember that you have the option to actually respond with a voice recording to whatever you would like to say about the episode. And so, yes, standards. So for the purpose of this um, podcast will stick more to relationship standards. However, I think I'll still digress a little bit and speak to standards in general across different areas of life, but tend to look at it more from the aspect of romantic relationships. And so first things first, the definition of a standard, because I kept on arguing with all these people that standards are not things like money. But I think it was really difficult for them to agree with me just because of the notion that um, we have these days that the definition of standard is what the person writes as their wish list. Yeah. So, for example, when a guy is talking about um, what he's looking for in a potential partner, whatever he writes down on that list or whatever he has in that list in his head, we would define that as his standard, which 
may not be entirely accurate for the simple fact, which is why we're now looking at the definition of a standard, for the simple fact that the dictionary definition of a standard is principles or con- of conduct, sorry, informed by notions of honor and decency. So let's look at that in small bits. So a standard is a principle, right? And so immediately, first thing that you think about that is, that means that standards are intangible. Therefore, things like money, physical appearance, financial status, um, worldly goods and possessions do not qualify as a standard because principles obviously are intangible. And so it speaks more to other things than what you have or do not have in terms of material things. So principles of conduct that are informed by notions of honor and decency. And I know I saw another definition of standards that um, spoke to generally acceptable beliefs or something like that. Now, um, in this case, we will stick to this definition for the simple fact that um, something, like if we're talking about relationships, right, there's no, there's no generally acceptable expectation of um, what would be the requirements for a particular person. Why I say this is because every generation has a different way they look at things and our own generation is one of the most colorful in terms of um, expectations and we have a problem with the fact that now truth has become relative and so it becomes really difficult to even define certain things because everybody is coming up with their own definition that suits them. And so we will not use the idea of generally held because these days we don't even have generally held. So there has to be something stronger than just what everybody is saying, which um, in this case now, obviously, you know, I'm a Christian. So like I will be speaking from the place of my standards are formed on biblical principles. So as we were saying, so principles of conduct informed by notions of honor and decency. So Obviously, that tells you that there has to be a level of understanding of what is acceptable, what is right, what is true, and what is decent. Now, like I said, this whole issue of relativism in our society, um, it becomes a bit more difficult just for the fact that people are unwilling to accept the truth, and so they would rather decide to split it and throw the doors open and be like, you know what, what works for you doesn't necessarily work for me. And so based on that, we do not have a level ground, but life doesn't actually work like that. There are still principles that govern everything that we do. And so in looking at this definition, you can immediately tell that standards refer to the quality of character and are not based on externalities. And so essentially your standards are what you hold on to regardless of what is happening around you. And for you to have standards, they need to be um, based on something stronger than you. And when I say something stronger than you, it would have to be a belief that is grounded in a power that is above you, which obviously we know as God. And so essentially what I'm trying to say is that when we're talking about standards, standards would have to be based on your belief in 
principles in right and wrong and obviously in our case now for me as a Christian, my belief in God and um, based on what I have read in the Bible. So why are we even having this conversation about standards? What is the actual importance of standards? The first thing is obviously like your dis- your decisions are guided by the standards that you hold. You will do or will not do certain things because of what you have believed to be right, what you have believed to be acceptable. And so you make decisions accordingly. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that standards become the basis of who you are as an individual. So for example, um, let's say you believe based on the word of God that stealing is wrong. And so because of that belief, you then become a person who believes in honesty right and so that becomes who you are as a person you're an honest person based on the fact that you have a standard of what is right and what is wrong so standards will obviously determine the company we keep so if you believe that stealing is wrong you're not going to be hanging around people who are known to steal it's just that simple standards hold us accountable you cannot be doing anyhow if you have standards so for example you know that your standard is that stealing is wrong. Therefore, the day you are caught stealing, you will be held accountable on the fact that, okay, you said you're a Christian and you believe that stealing is wrong. Therefore, you have stolen. Now we're going to hold you to this, which you have said you believe, and you will be dealt with accordingly. Standards give us order. They make life organized just imagine if everybody which unfortunately is what the kind of generation we find ourselves in in all honesty everybody's beginning to do anything anyhow and no shade to my country but if you live in nigeria i think you see firsthand the um what's the word i want to use the effect of lack of standards because our society one of the reasons why our society is rotting our political system is the way it is is because of a lack of standards which especially in terms of holding people accountable so because we don't have standards we can't hold some of the people who are doing wrong things say politicians for example we can't hold them accountable because well there's no standard for them to live up to and finally um, standards direct the search and selection of people places and definitely partners so we'll stick to the fact of partners so now when you have standards that determines who you're going to be with and who you're not going to be with and you know how a lot of times um people just get into relationships just for the sake of it or because they like someone when you have standards you do not get into a relationship just because you like someone right you might like the person you look at the person and you discover that man they don't meet the standards Therefore, I will not go out with this person. And I kid you not, standards saves you a lot of heartbreak. Because think about it, right? Imagine someone that doesn't have any standards. So let's say you do not have an expectation of how you should be treated by the person or of how you should treat other people. You get into a relationship and then just begin to do anyhow. You enjoy yourself, you enjoy the other person. At the end of the day, 
who have you helped? You have caused problem. Now you cannot speak to this person again. Let's say you lived on the same streets. Now you cannot be walking on that side of the road because why? You do not have standards. You went to go and look for trouble. Now you have to walk on only one side of the road in the estates. That kind of thing. I know it sounds funny, but that's just how it is, right? And so you can take a moment to just like think about decisions you've made in the past that you probably are not proud of. Would you say that um, one of the reasons why you made those decisions was because you did not have a standard for yourself? So that's just something to think about. Quickly, what standards are not? Standards are not one-sided. And so this is what is going to bring us back to that whole conversation about um, someone saying that um, the financial... Um, status of the person they're interested in is a standard for them it's not one-sided so if for example you do not meet the quote-unquote standard that you have measured that be that you have placed for the person then you already know that that should not be a standard because it's one-sided i'll give a more clear example so if it is not um the general okay let me give a tangible example. So let's say back to that our example of stealing or let's say cheating in a relationship. So you understand that cheating, please do, let's quickly put it out there. As a Christian, as a human being, you're not supposed to be having sex before marriage, right? And so when I talk about cheating, I'm not talking about you're not married to somebody and then you're sleeping with the person and then they're going to sleep with another person. You're now vexing because all of you, three, you're all wrong. But I mean in terms of like you're in a relationship with someone and then the person is still emotionally available to other people, right? So that would be classified as cheating. Now, in that situation, no cheating is a standard because it is held and it is expected of everybody in a relationship, regardless of who they are. Please, though, you people should not come with all those poly, polyamorous situations because I recently heard that there are people who believe that, that, that they are polyamorous, which means that they are able to love more than one person. Ha! I beg, please, let's not even go there. But the point I'm trying to make is that the standard has to be universal. So it cannot be, um, for example, it cannot be that you hold the standard for men and then women are exempt, or you hold the standard for women and then men are exempt. It has to be for everybody, right? So if, for example, you're talking about money now and you're saying that the man must have 50 million naira in his account, that means that, my dear, you're also saying you should have 50 million in your account. If you're saying the person must have a flat stomach, then it means that Yusef, you must have a flat stomach. I know that sounds ridiculous, but then um, there's obviously the aspect of, okay, no, let's not jump, let me not jump. Okay, I hope I'm making sense so far. So standards should not be compromised. And so what that means is that um, there should not be any circumstance under which you say, okay, maybe I'll bend this, which is why, once again, your standards need to be principles based on honor and decency and integrity, not on mundane things. For example, um, you cannot come and say the person must be six 
eight. How many people in the world are six eights? If you're not ready to marry, just say you don't want to marry. You're not come and be saying you want a six eight human being. Then you're going to find that. But the point I'm trying to make, right, is that your standards are things that you should not compromise. So if the topic is something that can be compromised and it is not a standard, please, height can be compromised. If you say it cannot be, if God now decide for you that the person he wants you to marry is not 6'8", will you tell him you will not marry? Maybe you will. That's between you and God. But the point I'm trying to make is that a standard is not something that you can shift ground for. I remember I was telling the person that we can't um, shift the goalpost just because all the play- players, or let's even say 98% of the players are kicking left. We can't shift the goalpost. So the implication of that is the standard is something you have to hold on to regardless of what is happening around you. And you're not going to move it just because everybody around you is saying, oh my God, it's so archaic. So let's take the example of um, abstinence from sex before marriage. You cannot say that because everybody in your friendship group is no longer a virgin you will now decide that you know what this abstinence thing is not acceptable let's drop it that's compromise and you should not be compromising on your standards right so that's just one example so if you find yourself compromising on the thing it means you do not hold it as a standard and please once again make it make sense don't come and say you want the person to have a gold plated chair in his house abi you want her to be a particular shape and the waist must be 22 inches yeah the last thing that standards are not is they are not selfish or based on your whimsical desires so don't come and say you want the person to be um to look a certain way so that when you're with your friends everybody can be like oh my god fam that's not a standard that's just you being silly okay so standards wish lists and preferences how do we know which is which so like we've already discussed what standards are not, what they are and their importance. So it makes it easier for you to know what a standard is supposed to do and how to determine if it is not a standard. So is what you are calling a standard right now, is it based on core values or principles? If it's not, then it's a preference. You can always kick it out. Is it universal? Does it cut across board for everybody? Are you treating everybody the same way? Hmm. Real quick, you cannot say, so for example, right, um, you find that sometimes if somebody looks the physical parts that someone wants, they begin to lower their standards in other aspects because they have found what they are looking for in terms of physique. If you're doing that, then your standards are questionable because your standards should be such that regardless of how attractive the person is to you, if they do not meet the standard, you will be willing to drop the person for your standards. Like that's how deep it is to get. So if you see somebody that is attractive and then they're asking you to do something that you know is wrong and you're willing to do the wrong thing, because the person's body is attractive. Yeah, standards is a big question mark. You get what I mean? So your standards should be such that regardless of the pleasure or regardless of the attractiveness, you're willing to put your standard above everything else. When you can do that, then you know you have a standard. 
right so we already kind of looked at where standards come from and i think personally for me the best um place for your standards to be grounded and rooted in is the word of god because that is the only thing that doesn't change so don't make your standards based on what you watched in disney all those other ridiculous things we watched when we were growing up. I have this thing where I'm like, my children are not going to be watching cartoons. I'm sorry, but I want to have children who are grounded in important things. So they will learn other things, but they're not going to be sitting down and consuming all that junk that is going around in media. So let's look at some examples of standards. So the first thing, like I've said like a hundred times in this episode, I'm a Christian. And so for me, the first thing, the first standard for me is the person must be of the same faith as I am and must be pursuing God with the same intensity or more that I am. Okay, that's my personal standard. Now, examples of standards that generally you might find useful Honesty, so is the person truthful? Do they tell the truth? Do they speak the truth even when it hurts them? And do they come up with the truth by themselves? Not the one that is after they have catched the person and everything has scattered. They now speak the truth. That's not an honest person. An honest person is going to come up with the information even before they are put in a situation. They will not even allow themselves to be in a situation where they have to be um, forced to speak out so honesty is a good example of a standard discipline see um, people who don't have discipline mm, let's not even bother that too much then values so does the person have anything they stand for they hold on to so just like you have standards they should also have standards that's a very good example of a standard. These are stuff you can write down in case you are trying to write a list of who you want, what you want in a man, be who you want. I'm giving you expo. Integrity. Does this person say what they mean and mean what they say? And is this person known across different situations as the same person? Or I think the kind of person that adults be like, I'm sorry I keep saying adults like I'm not one myself, but like, you get what I mean? Like, are they the kind of person that maybe parents see and they're like, oh, this person is so well-behaved. But then their peers are like, ah, that crazy person, like that we read, you get. Like, are they known as the same person in different situations? Is the person kind? Kindness is another very, very important standard that you should hold people to and hold yourself to. Actually, as I'm saying this now, I'm thinking about it. You can hold these for yourself first and then for other people in fact that's a very very good way to end this episode is that whatever standards you are holding people to you need to be holding yourself to them as well because it's absolutely unfair for you to demand anything from anyone else and then live less than if you do that that is when you would be classified as someone who is judging other people Speaking of which, our generation, we like to say, don't judge me, don't judge me. And the truth of the matter is that the only time that it becomes judgment is if the person does not hold themselves to the same standard that they are holding you to. But if they hold themselves to that standard, they are qualified to tell you to your face that what you're doing is wrong and it is not going to be judgment and you have to accept it. Well, you don't have to accept it. You can decide to be angry and go away, but it is what it is. And so, fam, let's 
wrap this this has been a long episode but i enjoyed just like going through it and speaking slowly but essentially what i'm trying to say in all of this is that a standard has nothing to do with physical things notice i did not hear talk about money i did not talk about appearance i did not talk about um style how the person dresses those are not standards people of god those are not standards at all you can choose to hold them however they're not important um in the grand scheme of things right they're not important and so i feel like think this also i think another standard is a gross mentality is the person willing to grow and become better if they're not then even if you hold them and say that oh the standard is you must be this way and that way they might be that way and that way but are they going to stay there forever sorry i'm turning into relationship coach but essentially what i'm trying to say in everything is that please let's have standards um right and correct standards and let's hold ourselves accountable to these standards and then hold other people to them as well and i'd love to hear from you like if you want to add or subtract from what i've said please feel free to contact me either on socials or via spotify's um response option